comparison is the thief of joy because you will look at someone else's Instagram and convince yourself that you have a bad life. Yeah. And you're like, I don't have those things. I like, do those things really make that person happy? I don't know. I don't think so. You ready? Yeah. Boom. The Energy. podcast has started. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> this is the Asian Not Asian podcast, the podcast with all of your favorite Asian friends and some of your not so favorite Asian friends. Yeah. Enemies. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have enemies? <laughs> Me? Yeah. You do? Well, I have people who I am their enemy, but they're what? not my enemy. Who is your... Who? I'm not going to name names, but I've had like friend falling outs where oh, they right. think that I am very mean and bad. But it's literally that at one point after getting pushed around for a while, I was like, stop. I don't want to get pushed around for a while right. anymore. And then they were like, OK, she's mean. She's rude. <laughs> and I, was like, I, I like just, that. I just don't want to get I pushed around. I want to see rude Jenny. I'm not rude. I just go like, sometimes I feel <laughs> uncomfortable. And then they're like, get mad at me. Just you crying is yeah, rude. Yeah. It's like, excuse me. Yeah. And then I get cut out. Maybe you don't want to cry in front of us. Yeah. That's so rude. <laughs> so that's kind of my, those, I have some enemies. Like that. That, well, yeah. this is the Asian Not Asian podcast with your, all your favorite Asian friends and some very rude Asian friends who decide to cry. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. I relate to that. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, this is we're recording again also from canal street market we just had uh, uh another guest and um we had an amazing lunch mm-hmm. and now we're we're here and we're doing it again because we love you guys we and love to make content we fucking love content yeah it's my favorite thing. it's all i do all day long every day and uh before we get started real quick couple announcements i think this will come out in time but uh, if uh, you're listening and you're in New York City, we have our next uh, ANA live show. It's called Real Asian Ships. It's the only Asian American dating show that has ever existed. I did no work to check if that's yeah, true. Yeah, but it feels right. It feels right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're there yet. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. We're at A24. <laughs> we're not at Asian American dating <laughs> yet. Dating so uh, it's the only Asian American dating show. You can uh, buy tickets at caveat.nyc or uh, just Google our ANA live show. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's a, it's a dating show. So there's real bachelors and bachelorettes, uh, and the audience has a hand in picking who goes on a date. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't there at the last one, but uh, it seemed to be successful. It's gonna be. Um, it's either gonna be amazing. <laughs> Or it's going to be a disaster. But it kind of, it worked out a little bit. Last time things it, happened. The last time, okay, let me tell you guys. Last time we had this we had this dating show, and um, uh, we had the girl and and three guys, and the girl picked the guy who I think this is so dating. Yeah. She picked the guy that I think she thought she should be with right the one that looked good on paper exactly yeah right and he's a good dude if you're listening you're a good dude you're great you're a good guy you i would i would have you over to my church group (laughs) to move my couch you're that kind of guy yeah we trust you but then later on sparks be flying with the dude that she got eliminated first yes he's a chef as soon as you say chef come on how horny are you (laughs) well wait say that again (laughs) 
was just heard chef and horny. As soon as you say chef, as soon as you say chef, I feel that guy's hot. Yeah, and he was. Yeah, and oh, that's so, what I heard. He had a cool, cool guy energy. So that's that's what happened in the first one. We're hoping that happens in the second one. We'll see how it goes. It'll be fun. Again, that's June first, seven p.m. at Caviar. Go to caviar.nyc. Go to the episode description. You get tickets. Um, it's a good time. And of course, we always have our Hack City stand-up show. That's the second Friday of every month. Let's Google Hack City Comedy. We have been doing the show forever. Please come. Jenny's there. I'm there. It's super fun. It's stand-up comedy. Um, a lot of Asian people haven't been to stand-up comedy, but I promise you this is a good show. Mm-hmm. Really fun. Uh, real quick, too, we're going to give a Patreon shout-out. Patreon is the best way to support the podcast. And uh, if you subscribe to the Patreon, we give you a little fun backstory. Yes. We shout you out and we give you a fun backstory based entirely on your name. Mm-hmm. It, we got one. We got one this week. Yeah, I can see it already. <laughs> I don't like. Sometimes it. it's really hard. Like yeah. the last one wasn't too bad. This one is difficult because yeah. they gave us nothing. The person's name is Lisa. I know. I see it. I was gonna cheat and look at the person's email address, but the email doesn't make sense. Oh, really? It's like it's like I a think string it's, of like random words. No, it's like a cutesy name. I see. So I was like, okay, this isn't, I need like a Lisa Chung or something like yeah. that in order to like figure out more information. Yeah. Okay. So Lisa. Yeah. She's a dancer. What? Yeah. How did you get that? Because I immediately went to Lisa from Blackpink. <laughs> yes. And my college roommate, Lisa. She didn't um, really dance, but I like dancing with her. I feel Lisa is such a funny name for a pop star. Don't you think? I, I yeah. I mean, I, I like it. I mean, she has like, I think her solo, she goes under La Lisa. When she does solo stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, so it's just Lisa. It's still like Lisa in there. So is Lisa? Is Lisa that, with a flair. Well, hold on. Is that is is Lisa? Is she the one that's like she's Thai? Or she's something? Thai, and she's like really good at dancing, and she raps, but she's like an incredible dancer. Fuck. Okay. So she's a dancer. Okay. You think it? <laughs> no, it's not. This is not. We're not talking about the same person. This is this Lisa didn't. Okay, this Lisa's no, she's dancer. not in Blackpink. No, she just okay. is a dancer. Okay, <laughs> yeah, she's a dancer, but she re- um, and she was like nationally, uh, like in national competitions when she was like up until the age of twelve. Okay, and then she had an ankle injury. Oh shit! And then kind of had a life crisis at um, thirteen in eighth yeah. grade. Okay, and had to figure out like, oh, she thought she was going to be a dancer, and uh, it all fell apart. Mm. And that's when she really fell in love with statistics. Oh shit. Yeah. And everything. The classic story. <laughs> Young girl moves to the big city and is like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. Statistics. Yeah, exactly. That is my favorite math. Really? It is. Okay. Nice. It's the only one I feel that you use all the time. That's maybe. Yeah, that's true. And that's what Lisa said. said. Yeah, that's what Lisa So said. that's why she, now she works for the fed. Yeah. <laughs> She works for the Fed. Did I tell you I met someone who worked for the Fed? Really? Yeah. They. I don't know what they do, but they. How did you to, meet? They wanted to rent our apartment, and so I got to see like they had to you know submit all this information. Yeah. So I got to see like how much money they made and stuff. Oh wow! Not that much money. Okay. Kind of sad. <laughs> kind of sad to be honest with you, but uh, Lisa uh, works for the Fed. Is um is a former dancer. Still yeah. a pretty good dancer. Yeah, I think she should come back out of retirement. Pretty good dancer. Um. You know, take care of yourself. Take care of your ankle. Yeah, your and ankle. And if you want to take care of this podcast, go to patreon.com slash Asian Pod, and you can um, become a patron. Um, and of course, uh, if, you, uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review, hit five stars. You can uh, follow us on Spotify, and you can leave a comment on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know what? Tell us what, which math, which branch of math is your favorite. Oh, Yeah. 
What was mine? Yeah, what is yours? Um, I don't even remember math. <laughs> I was a poli sci major. None, no math. Um, I liked algebra. Okay. That was like sophomore year of high school. That's a while ago. That's like an eighth grade. Math. I know, I know. I, I'm like, I really, that was like maybe the last time I enjoyed it. Listen, let me tell you this, okay? <laughs> if you're on this podcast, you're not good at math. No. Except for maybe our guest. Yeah, truly. <laughs> Although I'm not sure. We're going to find out. We're yeah, going to find out where they're You guests. don't have to be good at math. You don't have to. Be, you know what? I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask our podcast guest. Yeah. This, okay. Our podcast guest is, I want to say a financial helper. Mm. Financial helper. Mm-hmm. Is it Forbes 30 under 30? Mm-hmm. Lister. Here we go. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, runs uh, an amazing uh, uh, social media empire, I would call it. Uh, your rich BFF. And now it has a new podcast called Net Worth and Chill. Mm-hmm. Give it up right now for Vivian too, y'all. Ooh, Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You run, you're, you're like a financial helper, yep. I would say. Yeah. Would, and you used to be a trader. Mm-hmm. Would you tell people you're good at math? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would. You would? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. So That's not all good. of your guests are bad at math. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm pretty good at math. Okay. <laughs> but like, I feel like I don't remember all of the really complicated math that I was taking in college. Mm. I will say, I don't know if you guys have this experience, Mm -hmm. but growing up, my parents sent me to Kumon. Oh, shit. Uh, It was the most traumatic experience of my entire life. Mm. But there is nobody, nobody in my life, whether it be the people I worked with on Wall Street, my fiance who still works in finance, nobody can do mental math faster than I can. Really? Oh, wow. Not, not a one. You mean like if we're like we're eating dinner and we're like, hey, let's yeah, put the we, bill, but it's 18%, not 20% or something. You'll be like, got you. Yeah. Wow. And is that Kumon? Or is that, is that, Kumon? that, that is from Kumon because you know what they used to do? They had these workbooks and you would have to complete them oh, in an allotted oh amount of time. Stop. As soon as so just, it was oh, a timed event. And mm-hmm. if you didn't oh God. basically like clear it, it was like the pacer test that you ran in <laughs> PE. Yeah. If you didn't clear the level you would have to take that whole level again. Until you could do it. Correct. And so I was like, I just need to get through this program as fast as humanly possible. So I basically trained myself to do mental math very quickly and very accurately so I wouldn't have to basically like repeat grades. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. As soon as you said workbook yeah i that's trauma, trauma. <laughs> immediate trauma because you know terrifying. you were in like the third grade and your mom would buy like the sixth grade workbook for you to do to try and like level you up oh, hell yeah. oh i the oh, worst never did that the worst no. you didn't do workbooks i did but i absolutely had to do workbooks it was just like i don't know i just feel like I, i'm i was like a fine student but there's something about just like doing it at, at with speed yeah I'm just like, why? Yeah. Am I ever going to be in, maybe I will be in. Like gun to your head, you yeah. can do 80 math problems in under 60 yeah. seconds. You will kill your whole family. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. If you do not clear this long division. Yes. You got uh, 10 minutes. I'm yeah. going to write that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be. It's like the new beef. It's me. Yeah, it's I'm like, going to write it. It's going to be like, a, it's a. Uh, it's, it's horror fully. It's like, a horror. Very scary. That's yeah. very scary. So you may re- retained your math speed. Yeah, I would say like simple. You asked like what everybody's favorite math subject was. I would just say mine is just like basic algebra. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. like I can run through addition, subtraction, multiplication, division so fast. And now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds really immature and kind of embarrassing. (laughs) However, I will say it has come in handy, like just gut checking stuff. Like 
sometimes you know we'll do we'll like check a bill i'm like that that like feels wrong mm. and, pe- and oh. like my fiance or like my friends will be like what do you mean that feels wrong I'm like that number doesn't look like it's right yeah and i can just tell from jump that like something's off or we're missing a zero you never had that thing that um you know how savants have like that synesthesia thing you know where they like where like, they, like a like, like a three that feels image like of, a, like of a, Zach, uh, Zach galifianakis and like the yeah. numbers are like yeah. swirling yeah, yeah, around yeah, his yeah. head no, okay. <laughs> like mine was like brute force, right. Kumai yeah. into my trauma. Correct, yeah. trauma version. Yeah. Have you ever taken <laughs> your skills to the blackjack table though? Oh damn! You know, well, you can't really say that out loud. Well, you, <laughs> you're right. Okay, but I'm asking it anyways because that's you might as well make some money. I uh, mean, you do make money, but you know, make some other money. I cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> right I have taken this skill to the blackjack table. There um, you, you know, honestly, I think for me gambling is like okay Uh. like i would say that it's like fun Mm -hmm. but it's not something that i'd like to spend a bunch of time doing sure um yeah it's just not a skill that i really honed like i would i would literally rather just like be like laying down with my eyes closed (laughs) (laughs) totally no i agree literally anything else fire yeah like of all like the hobbies to have like it's just not mine yeah which is funny because i was a trader for a right. living. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, but I maybe mean, that's why. Cause you're yeah. like, I don't need to do. It like does, I do this for my day job. Like I yeah. don't want to do right. this in my hobbies. Exactly. It would make sense if a trader's uh, hobby was lying down with your eyes closed. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that that's like really makes sense. so luxurious. Correct. You yeah. never get the chance to do that. None. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say that I'm really bad at like that kind of math. I'm like the opposite. I'm like super bad at mental mm-hmm. math. I remember when I was a kid, I was in uh, Taekwondo. Okay. And there was a t- there's always tests, right? Yeah. To do mm-hmm. to get to the next belt. And it was like, okay, you gotta like break a board or you gotta like do this, you know, form or you gotta do these kicks. And that part never scared me. Mm-hmm. Breaking boards as a kid, like I would be like eight and I was like breaking a board. But at the very end, my instructor would be like, because he's like keeping tabs uh with like score with a number, and he'd be like, Okay, so you got a 37 on here and you got a 15 on here and you got a 22 on here. And he would ask you what the total was yeah. right he then and there. He would ask you? He would ask the student right then and there. Oh. Like, what do you, so what's your total? That part scared me. <laughs> that part scared me. You would try to do like round it up to like five, num- like five and numbers that end in five to make the math. No, easier. I would just be like, yo, can I just like break another board or something? <laughs> yeah. That part always freaked me out. Right. I could never do it. It was too That's funny much. that they put like a mental like a mental math section in your in the in Can the Can I tell you how you should have thought about it? Okay, yes, please. Wait, what were the three numbers again? Uh fuck, I don't remember now. Like oh, let's just say like 55, 37, yeah. 22. Okay, so what you would do is take <laughs> okay. the 7 okay. and the 2 and you have 9. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. So this is the problem though because I need to see it because come yes, on yes, 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 yes. But you would add up all the tens digits. Yeah. And uh-huh. then you would add up all the singles digits and then, and then add, them you add them together. Add them yeah. Together. Yeah. You lost me. Like um, it apart. No, I know what you were saying. Yes, <laughs> algebra girlies. <laughs> I, I'm sweating. Yeah, again. once again, I, it's like I'm an eight year old. Don't worry, sweating. You're the trauma is back. The yeah. trauma is back. You're gonna I love my movie. <laughs> They're gonna be very nervous the whole time. Um, no, but thank you very much for coming on the show. Um, you got a new podcast. You got all sorts of fun stuff. Um, it's really nice to meet you. Yes, and I am anxious with you here because I have a lot of anxiety with money. Mm-hmm. Really, a, a ton, a ton. Mm-hmm. But I want to get into that um, a little bit later because first we're gonna ask each other what kind of Asian we were this week. Yes. You want to ask me, or you want you got something, or you want to ask me? Um, why don't you go? Okay. What kind of Asian were you this week, Mike? I was a boys' night out 
Asian. Oh, hell yeah. You know it's going to be problematic. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, one of my friends is like moving. He's like, a, you know, a, a British citizen. So he's moving back to the UK. And so me and two other two of our two other guys and, and, uh, and him went out. And um, I don't know what it is about. I feel like when girls hang out and do stuff, they like build each other up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when guys hang out, we're, we like we're like building each other up emotionally, yeah. but like financially, we're like destroying each other. I see. We no, like, girls do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? Can you clarify exactly? So we how go. You we do went it? to steak, right? And we went to we like we love steak. Yeah. So like we went to the steakhouse and like we spent like you know we just like ordered everything. Just yeah. Like, let's go. Like doesn't sure. matter. We just like, well, okay. Well, you want some lobster? Okay, let's get a lobster. We did that. We had tons of drinks before. Uh huh. Then after, um, me and my friends were like walking to the subway. We're like, we've had a lot to drink. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends is like, hey, why don't we go to the strip club? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why? Yeah, just because. <laughs> it's never a good idea. Yeah. And um, it was, I, I feel I went there and I, it was the best case scenario because we, spent as little time as possible inside. <laughs> okay. I was talking to this 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 uh, this this nice young lady was talking to me. Yeah. And she was like um I don't know somehow she started like talking about how she's like mixed race. Uh-huh. So she was like oh, I'm I'm Vietnamese and I'm I'm, Cam- I'm Cambodian and I'm also like Puerto Rican and some of that. And um and then we started talking about like Vietnamese stuff. Yeah. And I was like am I having an Asian American moment <laughs> in this strip club? Yeah. Am I about to make like a connection yeah here? you're making you're building community right yeah but then she was like so didn't you want to dance and i was like oh no this was a trap i see this was a trap <laughs> and uh I, I i like i was like we have to go guys we have to go we had already paid like the uh that's like an entry fee okay you know, it's like 40 bucks or something like that okay but we like we were in there for maybe like 15 minutes yeah and all of us lost like a hundred dollars <laughs> just like somehow we just like <laughs> lost a hundred bucks and and we we're so close to making it home. Yeah. Then we decided just, to stop, just, like, the stop by and have an adventure. Why? That lasted 15 minutes and also no one really wanted. Nobody wanted it. Okay, cool. We just did it because <laughs> it's something you're supposed to do. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was rough. You but, do things like that, though, for the plot. Like, yeah. you like you're like, oh, you know, this could go horribly right. yeah. or it could go awesome. And then we'd have this sick story about the boys <laughs> night out right before right. You know, our friend went back to right. the UK. So like, I feel like you just did it for the story. Yeah, but except for there's barely a story. That yeah, the story did not work out well. Well, it's because I did not, I'm like a married man with a kid and I do not want those stories anymore. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? But aren't your friends also married with a child? With a kid? One the of British them is, friend is. Yeah, one of them is my British <laughs> I, friend. I, I know, I've met oh, him. Oh, <laughs> I put him on blast like crazy. I saw his wife the next day. And I was like, guess what, you know, William did. Yeah. Okay? His name's William. So like, <laughs> you know, he he's the one. This is why. If you see a charge on my card and you see a charge on his card, this is because of him. Yeah, exactly. And she's gonna be like, oh my God. <laughs> that's what I, that was like the kind of, it. let me tell you this too, is that while I was there and this uh, nice young lady was talking to me, I was like, talking about this on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You were like, this is material. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm writing off that hundred dollars yeah. that I lost. Yeah, it's for, it's for this. Um, uh, if you're a business deduction. Absolutely. <laughs> Can I deduct that as I know you're my financial helper? <laughs> I know you're not a financial advisor. We want to put that out there. Can I deduct this? <laughs> I would not go so far as to deduct a visit to the strip club. However, I will say, 
if you were to have gone to a normal club and like a dance like a like, like a, a normal like a nightclub okay. and if you were to have purchased a table and filmed the entire night and been like this was my XYZ birthday party mm-hmm. this is you know uh, what we got this is what we're doing had people come out had like a true event for your birthday or something and like had brand sponsors and it was like a legitimate business event yes in theory you could have written that table off oh however your one hundred dollar <laughs> snafu with a strip club. I don't. I don't think that counts. I'm gonna be real with you. <laughs> that that all makes sense to me. I think that's yeah. very sound um, direction. Was that one of the dumbest financial questions you've ever gotten? No. Really? No, not even close. Okay. Like literally, not even close. Okay, I feel better. No, actually, I, feel, I still feel terrible, but for other reasons. Yeah, that's unrelated. That's unrelated. We want to come back to that. Yeah, we want to come back let's to that. Circle back, Jenny. Do you have a story you want to share? Um, I don't really have a story, but I can do just an update of okay. my life. Yeah, give me an update. Um, I am a running Asian. Oh, that's right. I'm in the middle of half marathon training. Oh my god. I'm at the peak right now. Like this week is the is when I'm running the most because it's going to wind down leading into my race. You have to taper. Yeah, taper. So May twentieth is my race. Um, oh my God, so you've been doing this this whole time, huh? Yeah, I forgot. I forgot you were doing that. <laughs> I do, I do joke a lot. I talk about it a lot in person, but I'm trying not to be annoying about it on the podcast. You know, I mean, it's not just that, but it's also you give off the vibe of like someone who is like like horizontal a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute drag, and it's also Bro. true. It's also true. <laughs> I am horizontal a lot. If I'm not running, I'm pretty much horizontal. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I have been running consistently okay. for okay, like fair since enough. like February. You. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I hit a point where I'm like out running people. Do you know what I'm saying? Like oh I'm God. like in Prospect Park running like nine miles. And so then I like go in and I like am like outrunning people and I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm hitting the point where my achievement oriented brain is like, this is why I do this. Oh my God. Um, so I'm like just constantly kind of moving right now. Yeah. Am I exhausted? Am I horizontal otherwise? Yeah, I'm fucking yeah. tired. Yeah. <laughs> my brain the last episode I talked about how my brain is tired. This episode is how my body's tired. Okay. So that's where I'm at. Um someone a listener did DM me and said you don't have to run this much. To train really which was very kind <laughs> message yet here i am absolutely not taking that advice um but you feel i mean i know you're tired but like yeah. you feel good that you're like ready i'm ready now yeah i like feeling prepared um and to be honest i like that when i'm running i can i have a valid reason to put my phone on do not disturb my brain um, is like oh this is my chance to like actually really seriously not be able to look at anything yeah um so that has been kind of freeing which i think is a longer discussion about mental health stuff that i need to continue having but um it has been nice for that because i got two calls on a run this week and after that i was like i need to turn my phone on do not disturb oh, fuck that. um so i've decided that is my time where i'm going to fully log off yeah fair enough um so yeah it feels good I'm, I'm like almost there. And from here, when I, tomorrow, if it's not like this weather, which is disgusting right now, I will run 10 miles and then we'll taper down from here. 10 oh miles? Gosh. Yeah. Why? It's just, what's, I have a running far. plan and I'm following it. <laughs> that's far. I know. It's, it's like a really lot. Far. That's really far. It's a lot, but it really feels good afterwards okay. when, you're, when I'm lying down and eating like Taco you, Bell. You could, no, you could just skip to just straight straight to the Taco Bell yeah. part. Everyone's like, you don't have to do this to eat Taco Bell. I'm like, yeah, but imagine doing it and then eating Taco Bell. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so that's I was a running Asian. Baby, have you have you ever been have you done half marathons, marathons? Nothing? No. Oh my <laughs> okay, god. Well, that I 
was, Whoa. That is I was the girl. I was the girl in gym class who would like walk the mile. I love ah. that. That's like a, I run yeah. a 12 and a half minute mile. Like yeah. it's not impressive there's at all. There's no reason to do it. No. And as a person on this side, I'm like, there's absolutely no reason for you to, for any human to do this. Mm. <laughs> Yet here I am. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like the structure. Of just like having something to do. Yeah. Like having a goal. Yeah. Anyways, that's kind of a longer discussion for my therapist. To okay. Kind of un unravel. <laughs> all right. Well, next time we'll have your therapist on here. Yeah, and absolutely. Continue that conversation. <laughs> um, Vivian, do you have, uh, what, what kind of Asian were you this week? Uh, I hate to say this, but you know that TikTok sound where it's like, oh, I'm afraid I've girl bossed a bit too oh, close to the sun. Yes, like yes. that was that kind of Asian <laughs> I was this week. Um, I just felt like such a productive worker bee. Yeah. Like oh I have God. so much coming up. Like you mentioned, um, I launched uh, Net Worth and Chill, my podcast. Um, just had a really amazing brand partnership come in for the next year. Wow. I, I'm like cool. really, really excited about Um May, I mean, my May travel schedule is the scariest thing I have ever seen. Uh -huh. You know, I have my place in New York and I have my place in Miami. I think between the two, I'm spending four days oh my God. in my own home. And every other day in the month, I'm somewhere else. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. I mean, uh, looks like I'm doing L.A., Baltimore, Chicago, Memphis, Turks and Caicos. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, kind of slipped in Turks and Caicos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. <laughs> that was like, flex like, there. That's yeah. my vacation. So like, yeah. I just kind of like, I was like, yeah, one of these things does not belong. Yeah. It's like the vacation. Okay. Got but, it. At least you, you got a vacation. In yeah. Life. Are you good with traveling? Like, are you good being on the go? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Completely unhinged. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cannot get comfortable on the plane. Yeah. It, I'm horrible. So this is going to be a test. <laughs> like the t time zone changes, not good for me. Yeah. Like sleeping in a bed that's not my own, not good for me. Yeah. Different pillow densities, not good for me. <laughs> like I, I'm just going to be like, you know, like I'm like in bed sometimes and I toss and turn. I'm like, wow, I literally feel like I'm getting a free exorcism. <laughs> like it is, it's going to go bad. <laughs> right, right. But you know, we're going to, we're going to make it. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. You're going to figure it out. I feel exorcisms are usually free. Yeah. yeah, yeah, typically. I don't know. Yeah. I You've never paid for an exorcism? Well, I could see eventually maybe some white lady in Brooklyn would be like, I'm charging for exorcisms. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm sure you already have to. I bet you there's people who... Artisanal yeah. exorcisms. Yeah, yeah, artis yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of... It's, a lot of it's very gentle. Moonbeams yeah. and... <laughs> anyways, um, uh, I, yeah, from what you've just told me, and I was listening to your podcast... So not relatable. You are such an achiever. What do you yeah. mean? You do so much stuff. I was listening and I was like, oh, and I read on your website, you were like, oh, I, you know, I, you, you started this amazing thing, I, you know, but you had a job and you were like making $600,000 a year. As soon as I read that, I was like, who is this person? <laughs> You're crazy. You're insane. I, I often have a, um, what is it? Like a mental experiment, a thought experiment where if, if, if somebody gave me, I don't know, like a brownstone, would I stop doing comedy? And there was a point in my life where I was like, for sure I would keep doing comedy. But now, if somebody gave me like 500 bucks, I would might be like, I will never make a joke ever again. <laughs> I will do it. You know, I'm just like, you, you just like, how do you walk away from stuff like that? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, the other day I was putting on my shoes before hanging out the door and uh my feet were hurting my feet always hurt when i put on my shoes uh and for years it, it's it's been like that and um i suddenly realized 
oh my God, I'm actually a size 10 shoe, not a size nine. Like I've always, I've always thought I was a size nine in my twenties. And now I realize I'm a size 10. Well, what does shoe size have to do with mental health? turns out a lot uh, because I think a lot of us just get used to living with pain or discomfort and we never sit and reflect on what's really causing the suffering. We're all changing and growing all the time and it's not just in our feet. We change and grow as people and it takes real work to figure that out. That's where therapy comes in. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding and figuring out just how you're growing and what's driving that growth. If you're interested in trying therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist you can take on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com Asian today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help h e l p dot com slash Asian. You know where I'm recording this ad from? From on top of my Helix Sleep mattress. Okay, not really. I uh, I am in the same room as my Helix Sleep mattress. For years, I had those cheap, crappy mattresses you get from some big box store. And since I got my Helix mattress a couple years ago, I sleep better and recover from jujitsu better. Yes, I managed to sneak jujitsu into this ad. (laughs) Now that I've got my son, it's even better. We get to snuggle on there and read books and it's awesome. He falls asleep on there all the time. Helix offers 20 unique mattresses, including the very fancy schmancy Luxe Collection. Uh, Helix offers all kinds of mattresses from mattresses with memory foam for side sleepers to uh, responsive foam for stomach and back sleepers. Uh, There's even mattresses for big and tall sleepers and for kids. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz to find your perfect mattress in just two minutes. When you're ready, your personalized mattress is sent right to your door free of charge. But don't just take my word for it. Helix offers a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new mattress. Check it out and go to helixsleep.com Asian and enter promo code HELIXPARTNER to get 20% off. That's right. It's helixsleep.com Asian, promo code HELIXPARTNER to get 20% off. You got to think about it because if you get that brownstone, who's going to pay those property taxes? Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep comedy. This is why. It is so true. This is why. Yeah. I, this is what's up. I didn't even think about that. You're thinking fourth dimensionally. I will say <laughs> I'm very lucky in that I have been so fortunate to like, you know, have the time to build my business mm-hmm. and like surround myself with really smart effective people and I put this structure up about myself and I've worked very hard to do that don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong like there was a lot of girl bossing a lot of grinding that I'm like I don't try to talk about as much because I I don't think hustle culture is healthy Mm -hmm. a word no, not but at you're all. like you be flying or you be flying around all over the place. Yeah, this but month. then I'm just I'll literally tell like people on my Instagram I'll be like, haha, my mental health is in the shitter today. Like oh, it's fuck. like it is not like I'm not doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I'm come really, to the right place though. I know, the right seriously, place. have Welcome. you heard me talk? And I'm really honest about that because I've built this structure, so I have these things in my business. But like, I am just as much of like teenage dirtbag as everybody else. Mm. Like I am just as sluggish as everybody else. <laughs> like I am not running ten miles. Like mm. before this. I was filing my fingernails on my couch, eating a black seed bagel and watching TV with my fiance because mm-hmm. it's raining outside and I made him go get the bagels. Like yeah. I didn't even want to go. You see that? that? Now I relate you. Yeah. <laughs> there like, you go. I, I feel like for me, 
the whole concept of like being relatable mm. is it just about being honest mm -hmm. like yes i'm successful yes i can do these cool things in my business but like a lot of people can do those things but like they're like yes you know i just snap my fingers and i got this and it's yeah. like no like i have what i have because i had a mental breakdown last week mm. and like i i cried to my therapist yeah. you know the week before that and like i think there's a lot to be said about social media making mm -hmm. it really easy mm -hmm. for us to share that like just because it looks good on the outside, like just because the feed looks good doesn't mean that inside yeah. I'm doing okay. Yeah, mm. totally. Yeah. Mm. Do you feel like, what is like that intersection of, you know, cause you know, you obviously help people with like your, their financial, mm -hmm. thinking about financial stuff, but like, is there like also a point where that, where does that also work you know, with mental health? You know, cause like mm -hmm. for me, yeah, I get wild. I was telling you earlier, I get super anxious with thinking about money, yeah. right? Yeah. And I try to- Most I, people do. Yeah. I just feel, this is how I describe it. I have mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. I feel no matter what, where I put the little money I have, I you know, put it in whatever, uh, 401k, I, I, maybe I just save it liquid. Whatever I do, I make the wrong decision. I'm always, I always like feel always I made the wrong decision. Like I was like, I had to, I have a bunch of money. I was trying to like save up to buy a house and then the fucking pandemic happened, right? And I, mm. you know, inflation is crazy and interest rates are nuts. And I was like, well, fuck, you know, I had this money and yeah. I should have yeeted it on some <laughs> Jordan 1. You know what I'm saying? Like Jordan 1's doing pretty good. Yeah. You know, and like, uh, it's, that's how I, I always, I, that's how what it feels to me. Like no matter what, you pick the wrong box, mm. Mike, you know? You know, I think that anxiety comes from people feeling that exact same way that they're going to make the wrong decision. Mm. But I think the worst decision is not talking or thinking about it at all, because I know what people do is they get really overwhelmed. And then they're like, mm, this is a problem for next weekend. Yeah. And then next weekend rolls around and they're like, mm, this is a problem for next weekend. Totally. And then you're like five years down the line and you're like, oh shit, yep. I never started contributing to my 401k. I never started, you know, saving. I never started preparing for this future family or this future home that I want. And I think, whether or not you think you made the right decision, if you are even just starting to set some money aside or putting money away into an investment vehicle, like a retirement account, like 401k, and then at least selecting investments, you're in a better position than you were before you did that. Mm. Mm -hmm. So don't let that, you know, buyer's remorse get you. You're probably doing a lot better than you personally think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That said, I think everybody feels this sense of dread because we're not taught about this in schools, yeah. right? Like mm. you're, we're talking about this, like you learn statistics, you learn about math, you learn about writing, you learn about science, you learn about history, you learn about everything in school. And I went to public school and I was never taught to invest. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. was never taught about all of the things that I learned when I got to Wall Street. And frankly, I didn't learn about them in college either. And I went yeah, to yeah. Chicago, like I went to the right, right kind of school. Right, yeah, right. And and I put air quotes, guys, I'm not an asshole. Um, <laughs> but like, I learned about all of those things on the job. And frankly, mm. I got that job just because all of the other smart kids, quote unquote, at UChicago were like interviewing for those jobs. Mm. I was like, oh, I don't really know what to do, like what I wanna do, but like everybody else seems to be doing this and like it seems to pay pretty good. So like, yeah. I'll do this. Yeah. yeah. And you know, the same way that I learned how to be good with my money, like, I learned about other things and it made me more comfortable in those areas mm -hmm. as well. So mm -hmm. like 
I think the coolest thing, one of the coolest things that's not financial, well, it's sort of financial related that I learned on Wall Street was how to flip Jordans. What? Really? Oh. Yeah. So Really? So, <laughs> so funny. So I sat near a guy who was an absolute sneakerhead. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like so crazy about sneaker like sneakers. Like another trader? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was he was on the sales trading team, but yes, yeah. he came over one night. He was talking about like this Nike off-white collab. And I had never even heard of Virgil Abloh at the time. Okay. Wow. And he was like, okay, everybody, I need you to download this app. I'm like, okay, uh-huh. S- <laughs> S-N-K-R-S. Like, I'm going to get that app. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, that app would go on to like ruin my day for the next five years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, at, you know, 1 p.m., we're all going to try and buy these sneakers. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, what's the big deal? And he was like, and I was like, wait, but I like, First off, at the time, like it was like my first or second year, and I barely had any money in my bank account. I was mm-hmm. like, "Sir, I don't even know if I can afford these. Like, yeah. my, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I might hit a even overdraft fee." Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, "If you get these sneakers, sneakers, if there's any reality in which you obtain these, I will buy them for you from jump for twice what you paid." I'm like, "Done. Yeah. You don't gotta tell me twice." Yeah. yeah. And none of us got any of those sneakers that day. <laughs> um, however, as time went on, we continued to do this and. I ended up buying things like the UNC off-white mm-hmm. Jordan 1s, yeah. the light blue and yeah, the, the white. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I got I three know. pairs this of those. Right. What, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got- are rich. That's, <laughs> that's wealth. Um, but you know what's so crazy? At the time, I had no money. Like, mm. no money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I ended up moving into a horrible apartment that was roach-infested. Ugh. And oh my God. the money that I made flipping sneakers was That's... the reason why I was able to break my lease. Mm, yeah. Wow. Because it was $8,000 to break my lease. Yep. And I didn't have it. Yeah. And me and my roommate, we had to find $4,000 a piece. And I was like, I literally only have this money because I flipped sneakers. Like she went and asked her parents yeah. for it. Yeah. Right. And I was like, sick. I don't have to ask my parents. Yeah. And so this relationship that I have with money is so positive because money has gotten me out of a pinch. Yeah, yeah. Has gotten me out of desperate situations and it put me in positions of power. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that I could make decisions that were like, oh, I don't have to stay in this roach-infested apartment. Yep. I can do whatever the fuck I want because I have this 4Gs. Yeah. Um, now, I don't really flip sneakers anymore. <laughs> I still whiff on sneakers all the time. I'm contemplating <laughs> buying, buying those new um, Chicago Jordan 1s that came out. The uh, um, Lost and Founds? Yes. Yes. I those, want, are, those are too expensive. They're no, okay. they're yeah. like they're like moderately priced. And I'm like, should yeah. these be like the first pair of sneakers that I buy off the secondary market? Wow. Because those were the ones that got me interested yeah. in the game yeah. in the first place. Yeah. And they're just so cool. They're beautiful. They're new I shoes. want them. Um, so when you <laughs> buy the sneakers, sorry, I'm like the opposite of a sneakerhead. I don't know yeah, anything yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah. When you buy the sneakers, are you guessing what will be popular or do you have a sense of there what will be? There is an app. That is basically like the stock market okay. for sneakers. I don't even want to say this app's name because it's such a shitty app. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. One. yeah. So StockX yeah. is literally the worst app. Uh-huh. It is just like heinous fees, horrible user experience, app interface sucks. And and yet, yeah. every time, you know, before sneaker drop, you would go onto StockX and be like, oh, where's the shoe trading at? Yes. Oh, in the same yeah. way, wow. like, where's the stock trading at? So, like, if you knew you could buy a pair of shoes from Nike for two hundred dollars, and yeah, it was selling for seven or eight hundred, you knew you could make five hundred bucks. Got it. And what's the craziest thing is, you would be able to 
if you you bought the sneakers, you got the yeah. sneakers magically because sneakers never like the app never works. Right. Mm-hmm. You would then be able to see the delivery date, mm. and you knew that StockX gave you three days to. This is where this mental math comes yeah. in. <laughs> so the StockX would give you three days. This is why you went to Kumon. Yeah, right to drop off <laughs> your shoes at the UPS. So you would time it so that on the day that it would arrive would be your last day. Uh-huh. that you had to drop it off at UPS. Sometimes you actually got an extra day. They mm-hmm. actually give you a buffer, so you knew you had four. But you would do that because that would be the day that the shoe would be trading at its highest point. Mm-hmm. And yes. if you waited any longer, Damn. then it would the go price down. value would down. come down. See, wow, okay. a whole world out do there. You, have, you should start. So in, yep. instead of gambling, this is what I was doing <laughs> because yes. I did enjoy yes. buying and selling things yeah. to make money. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. This is fascinating. You, you just started this podcast. I need you to stop it so you can start a second podcast called Sneaker Flippin' with Vivian too. Okay? Because <laughs> that was amazing. That was really interesting. <laughs> but I don't want other people flipping sneakers. Yeah, yeah. I want people to buy these sneakers. I want to wear them. Yeah. If you provide you can't provide too much advice yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. I, I sometimes think I mean, what do you think? This is just now and now I'm just now you just piqued my curiosity. What do you think about from a financial from a from a former trader point of view about the whole sneaker thing because i have a theory that the reason why everybody is so into flipping sneakers and, and a lot of things and like whatever luxury culture is because actually uh of um income inequality because this is the way that people like a kid in wherever instead of having to work minimum wage somewhere and work mm-hmm. 500 years in order to whatever get a down payment he can flip a sneaker and start catching up on the game really quick it's certainly another source of, I wouldn't call it passive income. Yeah. You certainly sure. have to do a lot yeah, of work yeah, on yeah. the app. You have to go to the UPS. You got to get a, you know, yeah. got to get the tape to wrap the box. Like you have to do all this stuff. But I would say it was certainly quick money. Yeah. And it was almost risk free, right? Because mm. Nike does have a return yeah, policy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Like, if you bought a pair of shoes that didn't end up working out or like you couldn't make right. money on, like you could just return them. Yeah. And frankly, even if you were just breaking even, you could be churning through credit card points mm. because you would get the money back to Damn, pay off your yeah, I didn't even think about yeah. the credit card points. Like, you can, there's so there was so much reason for me to be doing that because I was making I want to say like my base salary my first year was like eighty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I was working fourteen hours a day. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go to client events after work. Yeah. I was not like, I lived in a studio apartment with another girl. Like there was yeah. a wall wow. between yeah. our beds. It was just a glorified NYU dorm room. Yeah. yeah. And people thought that these Wall Street young people were like living the glamorous, luxurious mm. life. And like you see it on TV, they have like these amazing three bedroom yeah. apartments. I'm like, yeah, in yeah, what yeah, world? Yeah, yeah. In what world? Because I was obviously moving into roach infested apartments. Right. Um, so <laughs> I think. In terms of fighting income inequality, I think it's true. Like, mm. it's really awesome that people can do this to make additional money. Right. However, mm. I think this system has been abused so aggressively to the point where, like, people can't even do that anymore because yeah. everybody, like, if you have money, you just buy a bot. Right. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. bot is doing the work now. Yeah. 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 Like, what was the... There was a woman who worked at Nike and yes, her, son, her son got, her son the, got the bot and he ended up getting like a hundred pairs of like yes. this ultra coveted sneaker. Really? And then he posted a he photo posted it on like a complete yeah. dumbass. And he's like, <laughs> look at me in these 100 pairs of multi sizes of these shoes. Yes. And he was selling them and he got his mom fired. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah. Like what a loser. Yeah. He, killed, he killed the golden goose, man. He, he, had, really the, he had the on the inside and he everything. He did not, like if he Ego. just did not flex, he yes. kept doing that. Yes. Wow. I did not know about any of this. Yeah. yeah. 
there's a, that's another there's a lot of drama in yeah, like sneakerhead culture. It, yeah, totally. That's uh, I feel another uh, aspect of it is there's the for the financial thing is that is the flexing on in, on social media yeah. aspect of it. But I wanted to get you uh, ask you also. Um, you had this really interesting thing. I can't remember where I read it, but it was like uh, oh, it might have just been on your website. But it's like you started this. You you started um, uh, your your rich BFF because you were going on dates with dudes mm -hmm. and they'd be pulling down all sorts of money and they were like buying all sorts of stuff, but they were making terrible financial decisions. So it was one specific date in particular. Yes. I love it. Yeah, bring it on. Oh my God. I'm going to turn off my mic. Um, I, you know, it's so funny. I wonder if he's ever heard me talk about this because that'd be really embarrassing for him. Ask, <laughs> I don't knows. know. He's, he still follows me on Instagram. Uh oh, oh shit. <laughs> I don't follow him though. Ah. Okay, power move. Um, uh, so he, this guy and I went on a date and he was working at an investment bank. Mm -hmm. He was a baby banker and he came from generational wealth. His dad was a CEO of a pretty major company. Mm -hmm. And we were both like, just like having a good time joking around. And I like noticed that he had like really nice stuff mm -hmm. and I was like wow like this guy's like apartment is so much nicer than mine like why does he have a Rolex he's wearing Ferragamo loafers yeah. like you know just like the Ferragamo belt he had like I was like oh like you smell nice like he'd be like oh yeah it's like this new cologne I got and I'd be like, I'd be like that cologne is like $250 yeah. like how are you paying for this because I know what he's making because yeah. we were the same level mm -hmm. we were the same age same graduation year and he like told me like we had gone out for drinks and by that I meant like tequila shots and yeah. so he, we were like very drunk and he told me he was like oh yeah like you know I have like five figure credit card debt I tell you I have never cringed so hard in my life because yeah. I'm like bro I'm looking at your five figure credit card debt right now on right. your body yeah. right. like that watch is your five figure credit card debt yeah. like how the fuck did you pay for that Right? can you return it mm -hmm. and it's it was kind of bizarre to me mm -hmm. that he would come from generational money like his Dad was a CEO. Their family was very well-to-do. Mm -hmm. You would have this job that pays well. Mm -hmm. One of the best jobs that you can get out of college in terms of pay. You live in New York City. You work in finance. So, like, right. you very literally understand how the numbers crunch. Mm -hmm. And be doing that. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you like paying interest on stuff you buy? Because right. I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get the lowest price possible. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, you know, like... I remember treating myself to a pair of Stuart Weitzman boots mm -hmm. and they were like oh, 800 bucks. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to wait until Black Friday. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. buy it from, I'm going to buy it from a department store to do that, you know, pay buy 800, get a $200 off credit. Yeah. Then I'm going to make sure I buy it online using Rakuten. So I get cash back. I'm going to use my credit oh, card to get go. credit card points. I was like, these shoes are now $400. Totally. And yeah. in my mind, I was like, I've earned these $400 shoes. Yeah. And this dude would just like, Walk into a store and be like, yes, like, <laughs> sales associate, please talk right, to me, yeah, yeah, woo yeah. me. And I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> and so it didn't really work out. Yeah. I was going to say, was that the last date that uh, you had after that? No, because I'm stupid. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it, it didn't end up yeah. going It wasn't looking good. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't looking. It was downhill from there. But I do think people who come from wealth don't understand budgeting at all. Like I've had conversations with people who do come from that, who literally don't understand, like they have debt because they don't understand like the concept of like money in money out. At right, all. right, right, right. Just because you have a lot of money doesn't make you good at it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it has a lot to do with how you're raised. Mm. And 
for me, my parents are Chinese immigrants. Mm -hmm. They came to the U.S. in their early 20s from Shanghai. Like, my, they love to tell the story of like, oh, we came over with two suitcases, an inexplicably small amount of money in my pocket. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. you know, we carried yeah. our lunch pail uphill both ways, no shoes to yeah. school. I'm like, yeah. okay, great, mom. I get yeah. it. Um, and they were really focused on cost cutting. Yeah, yeah. Like mm -hmm. they were very, very frugal. My mom, I'm pretty confident she like still washes Ziploc bags. I'm like, mom, that's oh, I do that. Disgusting. <laughs> no, they're pretty good still. That after. is how you harbor mold. <laughs> um, it depends what you put in them. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know, my parents are super, super frugal, and yeah. my parents to this day are super frugal, yeah. and they are in a much, very different financial situation than when they came to America. Like, right. it, in my dad's retired now, but like. My mom is a consultant. In my final years, my dad was coding for NASA. Like, mm -hmm. like they were making great money mm -hmm. and had this great life. Mm -hmm. And they are still very frugal. And yeah. I grew up being that way, even though I had a different expectation of my life. Mm -hmm. So, like, you talk about keeping up on social media, right? Like, back in the day, it was keeping up with the Joneses. Mm -hmm. like yeah, you looked yeah. at your neighbor with your little binoculars, yeah. and you would be like, ooh, like, the Joneses got a new flat-screen TV. I need a new flat-screen TV. Mm -hmm. The Joneses got a new lawnmower. I need a new lawnmower. Mm -hmm. Or, like, they got a new car. I need a new car. Now, the Joneses are literally every single one of your friends on Instagram. Yeah. And, like, you're looking at people flying private, getting BBLs, like, getting their lips done, <laughs> going on vacation. And you're like, is this normal? Yeah. Is that life? Like, should I be doing those things? And, mm -hmm. like, if you're to do all of those things, because you're not even just comparing against one person, because one person might be getting, you know, one thing mm -hmm. and another person's getting another thing. You're comparing to all of them. Yeah. Like, there is not enough money in the world for you to satisfy that itch. Mm -hmm. Like, no money in the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we compare to people, it puts us in a position where we're making bad financial decisions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. 100%. Damn. So don't have any friends. Well, anybody. I was going to say, I'm luckily surrounded by a bunch of like not, oh, comedians. not wealthy comedians. Yeah, those guys are broke. Yeah, no one's had a BBL around me. <laughs> that's crazy, man. I, I, that's such a, I feel like that is not just, that's like a, that's not just like a financial piece of advice. That's like a life piece of advice. Cause I, I cause yeah. you, you do that with, you know, with anything, you know, you, you, you compare yourself to whoever Comparison is the thief of joy 100%. because you will look at someone else's Instagram and convince yourself that you have a bad life. Yeah. Oh, and you're shit. like, I don't have those things. I like, do those things really make that person happy? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. And I will say as I've made more money in my career, I have actually been less inclined to purchase greater shows of wealth so like mm. when i was working on wall street and i was barely clearing six figures my second year mm -hmm. i spent the whole year budgeting and i at the end of the year i bought a black saffiano leather prada bag and it was yep. the first designer bag i'd ever owned it was yep. the first designer bag i'd ever bought and i was like salivating at yeah, the yeah, store yeah yeah, yeah yeah and sweating when i charged my of credit course. card for it of course um Nothing ever felt as good as that bag. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Every bag I bought after that, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Right. And like now that I'm making more and more and more money, I'm like, what do I have to prove? Yeah. Mm. People know what I make. I've showed them on the internet. Yeah. Like people know I'm a millionaire. Mm -hmm. What do I have to prove? Because when you buy those things, I think in part you're like, oh, I like this item. But in part, it's also like, 
I'm showing that I have the means to do this. Yeah. And I would rather put my money into investments mm -hmm. and retire at 40 mm -hmm. and gallivant in my little, you know, south of France home than have the Cartier bracelet that right. all yeah. of my girlfriends are getting. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, the more I make, the less I feel like I need to prove. Mm. Very Succession. I just binge watched Succession. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, Mary Kill, Kendall, <laughs> Roman, Tom or Greg. Oh, all four of them. You get four, but one. Okay, you get to kill two of them. Okay, I get, I get to kill two of them. Oh, uh, this is. Do you watch Succession? Uh, I've seen a few episodes, so I can kind of follow along, but not really. Um, I. Oh, that. This is. Real, do you have an answer? No, you have to go first. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I would. I mean, I would definitely not fuck Roman. Kind of a lo lot of issues there. Don't you feel like that would be the craziest sex, though? I feel, but he's so afraid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this isn't like ruining Succession. People who haven't watched it, but if you haven't watched it, you know you're later than I am. Um, I think I would marry Tom. Is that weird? Yes. I thought Tom was so sweet. He gives me the <laughs> ick. Oh, what? I yeah, like he was him. Definitely because, a kill. Oh my god, no! Oh, I'm like, I'm like, I like Tom. But I think I just like uh, that actor. <laughs> yeah, that actor is good. Yeah, um, and I don't know. I don't really like Kendall either. I don't want to fuck. I guess I would. F I don't want to fuck Greg. I guess I would fuck Roman or Kendall. But Roman might be scared and run away in the middle of it. That's, like that would make me feel so bad. Yeah. If he was just like I can't, and then just like left, I'd be like, oh my god, my confidence. I guess. Yeah. None of them are good, but I would marry Tom. Okay. Is that weird? Yeah. Oh, he was so nice. I think he, I think he's just so, so sweet. That's but, why I would marry cousin Greg. Oh, yeah, but he's so bumbling and like yeah. an idiot. Yeah, but yeah, okay. That's true. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm none of them are great. Yeah, none of none them, are, them great. are great. Yeah, that's why I was like, this is actually kind of horrible. Yeah. I would actually kill a lot of them. Yeah, that's why I gave you two. Cause <laughs> yeah. you sh I should have given you two fucks and I know. then you'd be really, really scared. I know, seriously. <laughs> All right, what's your answer? Well, uh, so I would marry, marry cousin Greg. Greg. Uh-huh. Probably fuck Kendall and kill Roman. I was gonna say I probably fuck Kendall too, because because Roman would literally run away, and make me feel bad. Mm. He would be like, have, you'd have to do something super weird, like you know what I mean, to like get him to like be <laughs> down. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. We're not gonna ask about the old guy. The, you know, Logan. Can we, can we throw Logan in there? Oh, Logan. <laughs> Let's throw Logan. Oh, in there. Mary, 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 Mary. Are you joking? Like. I, I'm trying to call his mistress a, a Uber to the subway. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this this is a this this is a an angle on of the podcast I had never thought we would cover. <laughs> it was important. It's also because I just caught up this week, so it feels I feel very like relevant. I derailed where this was going. No, 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 I love it. This is exactly where, this is where it should. No, go. no, you took the rail directly into yeah. the station we needed to go to because yeah. we need to talk about fucking Logan Roy. Okay. That's, <laughs> I'm marrying him, excuse me. Yeah, marrying, yeah, not yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah, not dude. Dude. That's gross. Yeah, that's gross, Mike. Yeah, it's for My marriage. Bad. It's for marriage. My bad. It's for love. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I, I love that you're here. We have a little game we're going to play, and we've been kind of doing it as we've been going along. But I feel, since you're here, you're our financial... Well, would you say financial friend? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love. I, like, yeah, the financial best friend. Like, yeah. I am just your best friend who happens to be good with money. Love that. Why? What, what, what is that? What is that aspect of best friendness? What, what, like, why is that important? Because for so long, everybody who's ever talked about money was an old white guy in a suit on CNBC. Oh, yeah. And like, it was so inaccessible. Can I, I always, I had this joke. 
and I don't think it would only work. I don't even know if it'll work, but it, I, I have, I watch CNBC sometimes and I realize it's Buzzfeed for old white guys. Yes. Yes. It's like yes. top 10 top. You won't believe how this guy spends his money. Top, top <laughs> yeah. five spa, stocks in the, in, yeah. in healthcare. You should be on. You this know? is actually super funny. Cause I used to work at Buzzfeed. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it feels it like it's, completely it's, accurate. It's, it's Buzzfeed. Yeah. And you know, it's been completely inaccessible to people that look like us. Yeah. Um, if you were a person of color, if you were a woman, if you were part of the LGBTQ community, if you were just like marginalized and like grew up low income, like you didn't have somebody talking to you about how to be good with money. Yeah. It was kind of like, all right, well, you got, you know, 12 years in school and like good luck. Yeah. yeah. And I think the best friend piece comes from the fact that I try to explain concepts or make content that looks like it could be made by your best friend in college. Mm. I look like I could be anybody's best friend. Mm -hmm. Like I am that girl who will go out with you, take seven tequila shots on a Friday night and then Saturday morning be like, okay, like let's talk about your savings accounts yeah. over mimosas and like get a bagel cause I'm about to die. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I want that to be the vibe of the mm -hmm. channel because you will spill your secrets. You feel so comfortable. Like if just, you just close your eyes and imagine your best friend. You mm -hmm. love that person. Like your best friend, you would go to the ends of the earth for that person. You would tell that person your dirtiest, darkest secrets that you won't even tell your parents. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because you trust them. Mm -hmm. Because they're honest with you and you're honest with them. And that is why the whole best friend piece is so important because I'm not talking to you like I'm your professor lecturing you. Yeah. I'm not talking to you like your mom or dad yelling at you. Yeah. I'm talking to you from a position of equality. Mm. I'm not better than you. I'm not worse than you. We are equal. We are peers. And that is how the information should be directed yes. because you're going to be so much more open and so much more willing to hear me out mm -hmm. if I present it that way. Yeah. Wow. Damn. It's true. Well, we're going to ask our <laughs> um, BFF right now. We're going to play a game called Good Investment, Bad Investment. Okay. We're going to list out a couple things, and you're going to tell us, is this a good idea? Is it not a good idea? Some of the things we've been talking about, but I wanted to just cover uh, cover off on a few things, mm -hmm. get some free advice. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> First, the off-white Jordan 1s that we've been talking about, or is it Good Investment, Bad Investment now, right now? Not, not back then when it came mm. out. Now, Today. which I think on StockX, let's look. Oh my God, these are like 10 Gs, dude. Oh God, they gotta be like, let's see here, uh, off-white ones. <laughs> Wait, the off-white UNCs or the white-white ones? The off-white Chicago's. I'm talking oh. about off-white Chicago's. They're about, it eh, depends what size, $5,900. They used to be 10 Gs. Yeah. They've actually gone down, I feel. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think, should we, are we going, are we going in on this now? It's about five Gs. We think it's gonna go up or down. I'm gonna say, while I do think there will continue to be price appreciation as more people wear theirs or oh, as word. or as there's just fewer like like on ice yes. shoes. Yes. I don't think it's a good investment because there are other places that are better to put your money. Mm. Also, I don't know if you've seen these videos, but like if you keep your shoes on ice for too long, yes, they like deteriorate. They, they deteriorate. So yeah. like oh, this isn't like a gold bar that you're keeping yeah. in like an airtight room. Like this is a shoe that will just fall apart over time. Mm. I'm glad that you brought up gold That's bars so because as Asian people, we all have gold bars. Literally <laughs> did your parents, shit. Did your, the your parents, shit. Did your parents ever have gold no. bars? Uh, maybe. You really? Yeah. <laughs> my, my mom, she doesn't have them anymore, but I clear memory of us going yeah. to a physical bank Safety deposit box. Gold bars. 
Gold bars. Oh my god. Stupid. Mom with the gun. Bad. <laughs> Mom with the strap? In Texas. This oh, is just okay. how we rolled. Okay. And she yeah, was just yeah. like, yo, we gotta move this gold. And she was just be like, I gotta bring the gun. And she's like, she had the gold. Oh it's my a bad god. idea. It's not a good idea to have gold. You know, gold I, bars. I don't think it's a <laughs> like terrible... Scrooge McDuck style. <laughs> I think physical gold is a dumb investment okay. because okay. one, you have to store it. Yes, that we is do. Space that you have to take up. Yeah. You know, in massive quantities, obviously that costs money to yeah. store stuff. Two, not so liquid. What are you going to do? Where are you going to sell that? You're going to go to the pawn shop and get half of what it's worth. Right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not smart. If you're going to invest in gold as a hedge against inflation, like, sure, you can just buy a gold ETF. It's a lot easier than oh. carrying a physical brick with you. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I don't even know if gold is like the best hedge against inflation. So, like, I'm like, gold's mid. Mm, gold gold is, is, mid. is mid. Sorry, dude. I've never heard anyone use the word mid While to describe yeah. a piece of <laughs> like a piece of collateral. Yeah, before, totally. So. That's yeah. pretty mid. I, I want if if I ever have to buy one day, I hope I can buy a house. But I want you on my team and going, yo, this inflation. I mean, this this uh, this uh, interest rate mid. Mid. <laughs> That's a great way to describe yeah. it. You know what they're going to turn around and say, though? What are they going to say? This interest rate's mid because your credit score is mid. Damn! Yeah. <laughs> and that's a slay. That's a slay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a slay. And we've lost all of our Gen Z. Okay, um, okay, how about this one? Therapy bill, 150 bucks a month. Great investment. Great investment. Best that's investment. low. Great investment. Best okay. investment. Because okay. first off, um, that tells me you're only going to therapy, prob- yeah, like probably <laughs> w- once or twice a month. Yeah. Right. Um, but no, I think prioritizing your mental health is so important, right? Mm. Like there are a few things in your life that you will never be able to buy back. Yes. And that is health and time. Yep. You can buy everything else back. Yeah. So for me, investing in yourself, investing in your mental health is 100% worth it. Always. Okay. okay. <sighs> Hard to agree. How about let's go? Let's flip it up. Let's flip it. Brazilian butt lift. I don't know how much they cost. Atrocious investment. Okay, so I actually asked my girlfriend, who is a surgeon. Uh-huh. She's oh. a plastic surgeon. She's like literally one of the smartest people I know. And I was like, "What's your take on the BBL?" And she said, "Literally the most terrifying surgery possible. Really? Wow. The the death rate. Oh is yeah, incredibly it's really- high. Oh. I, it's like actually, I think it's like one percent. Oh, that's or like huge. something." insane like oh. every 100 people one person dies yeah. that's a very very bad odd for you yeah. in terms of surgery and especially compared to other types of plastic surgery like you know if you get a boob job or a nose job or like get your lips done like the the chance of you passing away mm-hmm. dead yes. is much 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 lower mm-hmm. so like if you're going to get plastic surgery there's nothing wrong with that yeah but the bbl in particular is an incredibly dangerous surgery so many people die and it's extre- extremely expensive because one insurance doesn't cover it oh. and a lot of people who can't afford it go get back alley BBLs oh. yes. and these unaccredited doctors random people are just shooting like cement into people's asses yeah. and so people die so zero out of ten do not recommend if you've got a flat small scallion pancake butt like me just <laughs> I mean, live yeah. your life I like and the do scallion pancake not a regular pancake <laughs> yeah it's gotta be Asian. Yeah, I can oh, imagine yeah, it yeah. yeah I mean I feel I feel that too I mean I love me a scallion butt. I love me a scallion pancake yeah they're delicious yeah. they're delicious think about that think <laughs> no. about how much you love a scallion pancake show yourself that same love yeah <laughs> it's a point of pride okay this one this one's just for fun how about um, seven tequila shots with your best friend oh 
uh, mm. Mm. depends. 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 Okay, so. Okay. <laughs> I feel you thought about this. I know. Frequently. Okay. Frequently. So I will say the tequila shots themselves, not worth it, okay? Mm -hmm. okay. Because you can buy a bottle of yeah, Don Julio yeah. yeah. yes. or Patron yep. yourself, chill it in your own fridge, and shoot those shots before you leave for the club. Yeah. Before you leave <laughs> for the bar. However, the memories you make on a night where you take seven tequila shots in a row, uh, unbeatable. Yeah. yeah. No price true. tag on the Exactly. Memories. That's a good point. That's if you, you remember. I mean, that's the part you have to remember. If you remember. Yeah. Well, you gotta enough. know where your line is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's definitely not seven for me. <laughs> That's like insane. Like, yeah, one half tequila yeah, shot for Jenny. Yeah, for me, I'm like a featherweight, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's review. Off-white Jordan 1s looks like a no. Mm -hmm. um, therapy bill, a yes. Mm -hmm. Gold, mid. Sounds like mid. It sounds like a no, leaning towards no. Mm -hmm. um, Brazilian butt lift, hard no. Hard, hard no. no. Seven tequila shots. Uh, we'll leaning, say yes. We're going to say yes. Yes. Okay. I can get behind this kind of yeah, financial advice. I, I agree. This is amazing. Um, <laughs> I want to thank you again for coming on to the show, um, Vivian. And it sounds like you're really busy, but I, I'm sure you have yes. all sorts of fun stuff coming out. Um, where can our fans find you and your work? You can find me as Your Rich BFF across social media. I am very literally on every single platform, single tier. Um, and you can also <laughs> check out my podcast, Net Worth and Chill, wherever you get your podcasts. That's amazing. Um, you can always find our uh, podcast on Instagram at uh, Asian Not Asian Pod. And you find me on there at Nice Pants Bro. And I'm at Jenny Arimoto. Uh, come please check out our stand up show, uh, Hack City. It's every second, it's the second Friday of every month. And then we have our course, our live show on uh, June 1st. And um, you find tickets for that on, in the episode description. And uh, you know what? If you have a question, about sketchy surgeries that if you want to invest in, you know what, send me an email and maybe I can ask the BFF and she can get back to you about that. So uh, um, until then, take care of yourselves. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.